Hey guys, Pastor Jurgen here. I'm so glad you're tuning into one of our powerful messages that is guaranteed to absolutely elevate your life to another level. At Awaken, we only want to preach fresh, real, powerful to help you grow stronger in your walk with God, develop your faith so you can take more territory. I'm praying that God blesses you and enriches your soul as you listen to this amazing word from God. God bless you. Tonight is not meant to be me giving you a message. Tonight is meant to be you encountering the Holy Spirit. And the way that this will happen tonight is if you can look straight through me and not see me, and you can look and you're looking for Jesus. And I want you to put him, I want you to fix him in your mind. And this is what he has for you. He wants to meet with you tonight. He wants to touch your life in a way that he never has before. He's gonna do something tonight. Do you believe it? Are you hungry? Yes, 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 yes. Thank you, Lord. Before I get started, I wanted to honor our incredible pastors. Pastor Matt and Loren, we love you. There are no finer human beings than you two. You are real people, real Christians, real treasures, real friends, like the most authentic and incredible human beings. And we are so, so blessed to have you. And I want you to cry tears of happiness and feel how loved you are. Okay. And I want to honor my amazing husband, Pastor Scott. Don't do the half smile like, oh, I don't know how to take compliment. You are incredible. You are a mighty man of God. You are a fierce and ferocious and amazing leader. And I treasure you. And I wanna honor my amazing son who is actually here, Maddox. You are a wonderful boy, a wonderful young man. And I'm so proud of you. And I'm so glad you're here. This is fun. Okay, well, I just wanna share, and I'm so glad for our worship, our worship team. Actually, I'll share this one first. Okay, we've got words and stuff happening tonight. So just hang in there. Worship team. And where's, and Shara and Abe. I saw you guys, okay, have y'all seen the incredible Pentecostal type uh, worship teams that like the singer, they're all dressed in these like red robes and they're on beat and they've got so much life and energy. I saw a picture of this team like that. And what I felt God showing me was that there's, in, in that picture of the Pentecostal worship choir, there's a harmony, there's a beautiful, like expansive sound that comes out because of diversity of gifts. And I saw that over this team. There is a beautiful harmony and diversity of gifts that this team has. And you guys will be a picture of what the Lord wants to do in the bride of Christ, which is to bring and to breathe unity. So we declare blessing over you guys in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Okay, I just wanted to share why I love Jesus. I have to tell you in like two minutes why I love Jesus. When I was little, I was molested. Shame came on me. Um, I was raised in a, a Christian church, but in a non-Christian home. So thank you, Lord, that I was given an introduction to Jesus. And I went through those school years and I was bullied. And I was like, and I was a cool girl too, but it was like bullying. There was just like hard, hard times. 
and I was like crushed down. And then I go on to high school and then all of a sudden I'm feeling like I'm out of the covering of my Christian church and I start backsliding. And then all of a sudden I'm in this string of ungodly broken relationships, one after the other, I'm seeking love. There was such a need for affirmation and love in my spirit. And no matter what it was, I could never fill that hole. And then I go on to college and I did good going leading up to get into college. And then college came and all of a sudden depression comes on and I get distracted and I lose my focus and I end up having an affair with a married man. And I go down this dark path that's leading to death. And I think there's a C.S. Lewis quote somewhere. I'm not gonna, I don't, it's, it's the, the path to hell is the slow, gradual one. Yeah, and, and it's like this slow, gradual descent, just one thing after another. And I don't wanna glorify that to you. I also had um, like disordered eating, like addictive behaviors, addictive tendencies. And the reason I tell you this is because Jesus rescued me out of every single one of those things. Jesus did that. Walking with Jesus, one day after another, choosing him. You know, this is how good he is. He even came back to me before I had the, the lowest of low. When I was in a jacked up relationship, he came back to me and he was knocking on the door. He saw where it was headed and he's like, come on. And I tried and I tried, but then I just let it go. But it's like he was there through the whole thing. He was waiting for me. And the reason I share that is because there are people in here and you have dealt with shame that has come on you. Not from yourself, maybe. Maybe shame has just been handed to you. Or maybe shame has been from your own choices and you're feeling like you're living under the weight of that and there's like self-punishment and there's, there's this like wanting to, to like, I feel like I have to just deal with it because I did this. There's that, there's shame, there's, there's these, there's addictive tendencies and behaviors, big and small. Did you know I was addicted to chocolate not too long ago? That sounds funny, but that was, that was an addiction starting with the relationships and it got smaller and smaller, but it was still there. And it was working its way down because God is so good, but you can still have those kind of addictive tendencies manifesting and you can be walking with God and he wants to free you of that. He's here to free you. Tonight is a night of breakthrough and miracles. Jesus wants to break out in your life tonight. And it's time, what it's gonna take is it's gonna take you to do something different than you've ever done before. You're gonna have to get out of your chair. You're gonna have to come up here. This is not to embarrass anybody, but I had a dream where God showed me that I would tell you my testimony and I would give an altar call to break shame. And every single person that came in here with a burden, it's gonna be broken off at the altar right now. So I don't know if you're ready for that, but Jesus is here. Like you don't need to mentally process it anymore. Wouldn't it be so wonderful if it was supernaturally broken off? right now, right now in this moment. So I would love it if you guys would stand. And if you feel any bit of shame 
weighing heavy on you, big or small, yours or not yours. I'm here to tell you, Jesus took that on the cross and he wants that off of your life. He will not tolerate it anymore because he wants you walking in power and in freedom and in liberty. He has the kind of life that is exceedingly abundantly above all you can ask or think or imagine. So I wanna invite you, if that is you, I want you to run to the altar right now. Any bit of shame for any reason, no matter what it is. And it's not an embarrassing thing to come up here to say, Jesus, I need you. You are my savior and there is no way out but with you, oh God. I thank you, Father. Oh God, I thank you for every heart that is responding to your touch right now, Father. Okay, and I see all of you and I want you guys to lift your hands and I want you to look on the face of the one that died for you. I want you to see his love. I want you to feel his love. Thank you, Jesus. And everybody right now, just say, Jesus, come in, renew me, cast that shame off. I give it to you. Make me new in this moment and change me forever right now. I declare my need for you. Without you, I'm broken but with you I am whole, I am perfect, I am the righteousness of Christ, and I receive freedom in Jesus' name, amen. So Father, thank you right now. We command every spirit of shame off of your people right now, God. I thank you right now that there is a wave and a wind of the Holy Spirit blowing through each person right now that they would feel that wind, oh God. They would feel that shame blowing away. It's just like you blowing. You're blowing it off of them. It can't stick. It can't stick. There's too much good that you have prepared. Nothing would separate us from the love of God. I pray right now that their hearts would be marked and stamped for you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord. You guys can go ahead and take a, uh, go back to your seats. Like I said, you don't have to sit down. You can hang out. Yeah, so God came here to do work tonight. He wants to do a lot of work tonight. So I'm hoping I can be quick. Okay, so the title of the night, it's not my message. It's the title of the night. The title of the night is a passionate love. It's a passionate love. You're gonna feel his passionate love for you tonight. And if you could just put the definition on the screen. A strong, barely controllable emotion. A man of impetuous passion. Do you know someone feels that way about you? Strong and barely controllable. And isn't this funny? I saw this and I was just blown away. The second definition, the suffering and death of Jesus. He is the very definition of passion. And the example, meditations on passion, the passion of Christ. That's what we're doing tonight. We're gonna meditate on the passions of Christ. And so I just hope you feel his presence. Thank you, Lord. I kind of alluded to it, but um, Colossians 2.10, 2.9, let's go 9 and 10. 
For in him, Christ, dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and you are complete in him, who is the head of all principality and power. In him is all the fullness of God, of the Trinity, every single bit, and you are complete in him. So you lack nothing. He's everything. I think sometimes we come to church and we get, you know, we need, we need the three point sermons to tell us how to live. But sometimes we kind of get stuck on those and we forget the end goal of the three point sermons is to point us to Jesus, to the one who is everything that we need in this life. There is not a single thing that you could tell me that he can't answer, not a single thing. So my question is, well, how do we get in him? If, if in him is all this fullness, how do we get in him? Well, one, salvation, we accept him into our heart. We make him our Lord and savior. But secondly, I'll say it this way. Paul said, I die daily. If you wanna live, you actually have to die. Luke 9, 23 to 25 says, then he said to them all, if anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. For what profit is it a man to, if he gains the whole world and is himself destroyed or lost? And I've been contemplating this and this is just, you know, my short word, okay? This is my short teaching. I've been contemplating this because we have a song that we sing, Miss Kelsey would know it, uh, the living God song, death was never gonna hold you, right? How does it go? <laughs> death was never gonna hold you, so it's never gonna, go, 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 do that little bit. Oh, are you, look, they're so prophetic. Do it, do it real quick. from. Death was never going to hold me. Death in this life, death at the end. It's never going to hold me because Jesus, I'm in Christ. I'm in the fullness. But there's actually two deaths. One's bad, that one that I just said, and one's good. And then, if that's not crazy enough, the death that we actually call death is not death. It's a status change or a transformation. Okay? Let me explain. So you're an eternal spiritual being having a, a physical experience. We get that backwards. We need to put that right side first. This experience on earth is temporary. It's but a shadow of the beauty and the goodness to come. I mean, yeah, it's, it's right now, it's, sometimes it's a darker shadow, 
Um, but the beauty to come, the life that we get to live when we choose Christ, it's incredible. We all have a sinful nature inherent because of the sin in the, in the garden, right? Adam and Eve, they, they disobeyed. Sin came in, it became a part of all mankind. But Jesus came because God so loved the world and he so loved his people that he sent his son to die. And here's a wild side note tidbit that God gave me a, a, a picture one time, a, a vision where he showed me that even though the Bible, the Bible talks about how Jesus and his father were one and he knew all the things, right? He knew what he was gonna do, but God showed me that Jesus still had to walk in faith. And when you have to walk in faith, there's an element of like, is this gonna go the way I think it's gonna go? There's still that little twinge. So Jesus in his humanity walked forward, seeing what God was showing him, but he still had to go to the cross with a question mark of, is this really all the way it's supposed to go down? Is this worth it? And it wasn't until he rose out of the tomb that he saw that it was worth it. And so we all have this level of faith and that level of faith comes when we're saying, we're gonna lay our life down. We're gonna walk with Jesus. Is it really as good as everybody says? Oh, I can tell you it is so much better. I can give you even just a tiny, I mean, this is a, even a frivolous example, but we're from San Diego. I'm a surfer and I love surfing and everybody's like, oh, you came out here, how was it? You left the beach, are you so sad? And I can tell you, I don't miss it. And that's Jesus. And this coming from a girl that would surf like, I mean, in my college time when I was really jacked up, I'd be on the water like six hours a day. I told Brinley, I was like legitimately blonde from the sun, like I was really blonde. And so I just wanna say, it's a frivolous picture maybe, but it's so worth it. Every single bit, every single thing that matters to you that he might be asking you to lay down, it is so worth it. And so my call today is can we die the first death and surrender our life? And I'm not just talking about salvation, I'm talking about the daily death the daily death to pick up our cross, the daily death to press in and to spend time with him and to say, you know what? Maybe I don't feel like it, but I know on the other side of this, I'm gonna feel really good. That's how he is. He's such a gentleman. He's not gonna force you. He wants to be with you. And there's always this beautiful invitation. So I think to wrap that thought up, surrender. You're, when you choose the death of surrender, you're actually not losing the dreams, the hopes, the desires, the things that your heart aches for. God put those there. What you are losing is your expectation of how it's all gonna work out. You're laying down the expectation and you're saying, whatever the path is, and God says, I know the path that I have for you. He will lead you in a good path. So thank you, Lord. I pray that that word would sit in us and I challenge myself with that constantly to surrender, to surrender. And some of you guys are actually in a place of surrender right now. And God's heart is so big for you because you just keep trusting. And you know, Ruth, I saw a pencil 
rewriting your role and your title through this process. And I felt that where you might feel a pullback in the natural right now, you're actually being launched, being elevated in the supernatural. And so you can rest in that. So you guys stretch out your hands to Ruth. I thank you, Father, right now for the power of heaven to bring life and strength and vitality. I thank you right now, God, that you give this mighty woman a continued fortitude and perseverance where she is such a beacon and an ambassador of your goodness, Lord. She is a real and true and authentic Christian and follower of you. So we bless her tonight and we declare favor and prosperity in every single thing in Jesus' name, amen. Oh, everybody doing good? Okay. Um, this gentleman, what was your name? Austin. Hi, I'm Jenny. How you doing? I saw you worshiping up here and I felt God show me two things. I don't know if you're familiar with King David in the Bible. Uh-huh. And I also don't know if you're familiar with Benaiah in the Bible. You're gonna go look him up after this. So King David was a worshiper. He was a mighty man. He was a fierce warrior, but I saw the worshiping heart on you. And I also saw the Benaiah side. Benaiah was actually one of King David's mighty men and he's a mighty man. And what I love about him is he went and he um, got in a fight. He killed a lion in a pit on a snowy day. I mean, and I feel like that carries more weight in Salt Lake, you know, with the snow. But like, not convenient, not easy, nobody else is gonna do it. And this mighty man gets up there and he does it. And he's like, I'm not putting up with this. And I felt God saying there are epic victories reserved for you in Jesus' mighty name. And we're just gonna go down the line, Onda. Onda, yeah, you. <laughs> it's like, give it all to me. I saw you, sir, and I saw king and priest. And I saw, especially highlighted, was king. And I felt, I don't, so I don't know anything about, I really don't know a lot about you. I wish I, I need to. Let's go chat later. But I felt king, and I felt that that was connected to business and an entrepreneurial spirit. And there are things that you're gonna break into. And that while it might, I don't know, maybe it was or wasn't, but I felt like it wasn't where you necessarily came from, but the DNA of Jesus is in you. So every question mark that you have, you go to your heavenly father and that, that fire is gonna give you wisdom and passion. So we bless you in Jesus' mighty name. So the other thing about prophetic words, which is really cool about how much God loves us with his passionate love, if something resonates with you, grab it. <laughs> Reach up and take it and say, that's for me. I'm owning that one. <laughs> You've gotta come into an agreement in your spirit when something is brought to you like that. Uh, Chris, can you stop playing the drums for a second? Chris, so actually, I don't know if, I don't think Aaron De La Rosa is here tonight, but I felt this first part of the word for both of you and then the second part for you. And it's not prophetic to say this, but you and Aaron had gone through, you've gone through things that are very wildly horrible. And I felt the enemy obviously was trying to grind you down. 
but I felt God show me he wouldn't have it then and he still won't have it now. And so what God is saying is that while you've gone on this radical healing journey, even the last little bits around the memories, even those, they're getting healed to a new level right now. That there will not be even the fragrance of the past from, from the accident on you. There, it will not even be there. It will be a place of strength and victory. And then the second part of the word is that you are a good man. The Lord takes tremendous pride in you and he so loves you and he wants to have heart to hearts with you where you look away from the to-do list and you're able to be still with him. He wants to embrace you in those moments and there's role changes on the horizon for you because you have grown to no longer fit in some of the places that you've been. It's a heavenly strategic move and it's, it's heaven's strategy to actually develop and increase the prophetic anointing on your life. So we thank you for that, Lord, and we bless Chris and we honor him for the gift that he is to the house in Jesus' name. Amen. Where's Hester? Yeah, we're just gonna keep going. You guys all good? Yeah? Okay. Hester, I saw your face the other day and I saw this increased radiance coming out of your beautiful smile. It was just like, like I don't know, like you know how the glory of God they talk about, like it's just so bright. It was like the glory of God radiating out of your face. And I felt what I saw was that you are growing, God is growing you in the anointing and your handling of it. So wherever the anointing is, it's so that we can be of service with power. And so there is a new level of power coming on your life. The Holy Spirit is anointing you. So actually, I'm gonna come down. Y'all just need to stand up, just stand up. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for Hester right now. Thank you for the anointing on her father. Thank you for an impartation of power. Thank you, God, that she's gonna, she's gonna dig into her time with you like never before. And God, she's gonna just be told the most incredible things I feel God saying, ask me because I will show you great and mighty things that you do not know. So I thank you, Lord, for the answers to her heart. I thank you, God, for the fire of heaven and for the anointing to serve with power that she radiates your glory. She's a beacon of your glory and people look upon her and they feel the presence of God in Jesus' name, amen. Amen, 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 amen. Caitlin, it's similar, it's similar. And I wanted to, I, Caitlin is our amazing, what is your title? You just do all the things. Finance director of All of Awakened Church. She, you guys, we go way back and I love this person so much. She is such a gift, you are such a gift. And I, like, even from our friendship early days, I feel like I'm so proud of you. And I know God is so proud of you. And I know you carry so much that you are seen. You are seen. And I felt what God showed me as I saw this cloud of glory like percolating up from the ground, like the ground up all around you. And I felt that there's gonna be an increase in the anointing where you're gonna to operate to a new level in the signs and the wonders and the miracles, the gifts of the Holy Spirit. So do not back down from reaching out and, and taking the risk and taking the step. And you are meant to be out, to be seen. 
You are meant to be seen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for Caitlin. Thank you, Lord, for the anointing on her. And I thank you, God, so much that you send her back with a word in her heart. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. There was a gentleman with a green shirt and a lady, yep, you, with the hat. I'm sorry if I don't know your name. What's your name? Xander? My son's name's Vander. That's special. And then next to him, are you guys like connected somehow? Friends, awesome. So I just saw you guys together. I saw both of you and I felt like I saw clouds just lifting off. And I felt God saying that he's establishing you in this house, that he's gonna put your feet on a rock, the rock of salvation, and you're gonna be immovable. So God, we bless them in Jesus' mighty name, amen. So glad you guys are here. Sorry, we're just now meeting. Thank you, Lord. Uh, I do, I would love it if somebody can text someone to get Elijah Marks to come down. We're getting him. We're getting him. Okay. Where do we go from here? Okay, we have a few uh, very anonymous words that I'm going to just jump out on and hope that they may be, I don't know, we'll see. Okay. All I can say is I try my best to listen. We don't always get it right, but we sure try. So I felt like I saw on a calendar... Um, a date, October 15th. I felt like I saw a pencil pierced through that date on the calendar, um, that there was something piercing about that day. If that, does that resonate with anyone? Oh, my angel. Wow. Okay. Oh, now I'm like feeling it. I didn't even think about it. <laughs> The enemy planned an overtaking through the things that happened. The Lord is erasing and rewinding and removing the mark from the calendar. Where, O oh death, is your sting? 1 Corinthians 15, 57, but thank God he gives us victory over sin and death through our Lord Jesus Christ. There's also, here's something radical that Maddox showed me. There's an eclipse on that day. And I felt God showing me in the same way that the moon passes before the sun, the shadows will pass from this date. So Father, I thank you right now in Jesus' name that the shadows of death pass from that date. Lord, that where, where is the sting of death? It's not there anymore. I thank you, God, for an outpouring of healing right now, an outpouring of healing, Father. I bless my husband and I thank you for him, God. I thank you that he's gonna run and not grow weary. He's gonna walk and not faint, God. He's gonna go all the way. He's going to finish the race, God, knowing that he gave everything and he, he's going to hear well done, good and faithful servant in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, that was different. Cool, so we'll keep going with these anonymous ones. Um, Okay, I saw um, Jesus handed me a buck knife and it had an antler handle. Is there anybody here whose father or maybe grandfather or family member gave you a buck knife at any point? 
You? Come down here, Wes. I saw that that, that signified special time together. Um, the word to you is remember. Remember the tender early days. Remember who you are. Remembering draws out gratitude and joy is returning. You've held yourself, you've held things against yourself that the Lord has very long forgotten. The Bible says, as far as the East is from the West is how far he removes our transgressions from us. And Proverbs 23:10 says, do not remove the ancient landmark. And that was kind of a weird scripture to get, but it kind of talks about respecting boundaries. And I felt God showing me that you are the Lord's possession. This is his field. Your life is his field. Don't move the boundary and shrink it and make it any smaller, that there is a bigness to you. And it's funny because God also gave me another word for you at the beginning of service, which is that you are a leader of leaders. You are a leader of leaders and there is leadership. There's a shift coming. I see your voice returning. So Father, we thank you for Wes. We thank you for healing over him. In Jesus' mighty name, I thank you, God, that you minister so powerfully into his heart and you draw him to you, God, and nothing would ever separate him from running to your passionate love. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, I love you guys. You guys are doing great. Everybody good? I mean, if your legs feel tired, you can sit, but I love that everybody's standing. It's so fun. Um, okay, this one, I would love, can we all hang in there for this one? I don't want this person to respond because I felt like me delivering this is a word of obedience. Please don't respond, but please hold it in your heart and let God direct you. So there's someone in here who I sense might be a woman. That's, the, that's a maybe. And you've been in a cyclical relationship and I'm not talking marriage. I'm talking kind of like a just on again, off again. Maybe it was labeled, maybe it wasn't. And it's just kind of on again, off again. And the other person has a real desire to be together and has expressed, I just wish we fit better. And you might have allowed this thought coming from them, but something in you knows that it, it really won't work out. And God right now is inviting you to let that relationship go because what it has been has been a security blanket. It's made you feel safe and affirmed, but God's inviting you to trust him and to let it go. He's inviting you into a greater level of intimacy where he is your security blanket. He wants to wrap you up. And as you take this first courageous step, you're gonna grow in confidence, in self-love, and you'll come to know yourself more because you'll see you, you'll see yourself how God sees you. And the Runaway Bride movie came to mind. Does everybody know that movie? Okay. She had to let go of some things. So in the beginning, she always said she liked her eggs the way her partner liked her eggs. And she had to, she, she goes on this journey, she had to let go of that. And she comes back to discover what kind of eggs she likes. And this person, you're gonna come out of this knowing yourself more and knowing what kind of eggs that you like in Jesus' mighty name. So I would love it if everybody just hold your hand over your heart and hold this person in your heart. I thank you, God, for courage over this heart right now, Lord, to do what the invitation you are giving is, Lord, to trust. I thank you for a trust with reckless abandon coming back to you, God. And even in the midst of the unknowns, let this be the chosen death, the chosen death that brings life 
that brings so much life. So we bless this person. We honor this person in Jesus' name. Amen. Where's the light? Hi, yay. Okay, I mean, I'm really thirsty. <laughs> I saw you worshiping, sir, and I saw that you have a missionary call on your life. And I know we are all called to be missionaries in terms of like our city and, you know, the people around us. We're all missionaries, but I specifically saw a missionary call, a sent out call on your life. And I believed you run, right? I think I know you don't. You do something athletic. What is it? Mountain bike? So you're, you, it's faster than running. Okay. So you go places, but I felt that that was a picture of you going to these places and bringing the good news. The Bible says how beautiful are the, the feet of those who bring the good news of Christ. And I felt that that was a, a, like a, a call on your life. And I don't know if that resonates. And if it doesn't, shelf it. It's all good. Pray about it. And if it does, take a hold of it and grab it. But guys, stretch out your hands. We thank you for Elijah. We thank you, Lord for the calling on his life, God, that you would send him places, that there are words in his mouth to bring life to people, to bring the good news, Father. I pray that you would burn the good news in his heart so much he would hunger and he would passion, he would have this passion for you, God. He would thirst for you. And I thank you, God, that there is a fire being lit right now and that fire is gonna spread like wildfire in Jesus' mighty name, amen. Where's Mr. Lonnie? Lonnie, I saw you and what I saw, this is for you and for all the Emerge men. So Emerge men, just like give a wave, Emerge men in the house. Yeah, 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 I shouldn't say give a wave. I should say give like a hoot or something. Okay, a hoorah. I just saw so much power in the ministry that you are leading and the power is from the unity, it's, it's twofold. It's from unity that, that you bring, you, you encourage this, this culture of unity and also from celebration where it's just the joy of life, celebrating life. I saw all of this and I thank you God that there is power, that, that Lonnie is a gatherer of men, that he is a faithful shepherd, that he goes after the ones and God, you see him, you see him and there's gonna be even more. Like the way King David was elevated because he was faithful in the field. You're faithful in the field and you're gonna be faithful in the palace. So I thank you God that palace days are coming. I thank you God for elevation, for the anointing of heaven. I thank you for the humble heart, God. I thank you that his humble heart would spread like wildfire and would be, it would be caught by everyone around him, Lord, that we surrender and submit our lives to you, God. And I thank you that you elevate his voice and you give him the anointing of wisdom in all things, God, that he prospers and flourishes. And we honor him today also because I believe it's 20 years. So well done, sir. Congratulations, happy anniversary. Amen, amen. Okay, do we have a Sarah in here at all? No? Okay. Oh. Yeah, where's Sarah? Okay, go get Sarah. All right, Sarah Mehmet, get over here. That's random. I love how God's like, here, write this down. And I'm like, cool. And then it's like, oh, it's people I know. 
is awesome. Okay, okay, okay. I felt like there was more. Pastors, just a short word. Do you see the stadiums? Keep serving the bread. As you feed them, they will come. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Okay, this is good. I feel like we're getting through a good, good chunk. Okay, God gave me a list. Hi, Sarah. So I had the name Sarah, but I didn't know it was for you. Okay, I saw Proverbs 25, 11, which says a word fitly spoken is like apples of gold in settings of silver, like a gold earring. And I see that you are this earring of gold. Also, it connects to a natural truth teller in that scripture. And there's some part where Grimes tried to build up on this earring. And I saw the Lord's hand polishing and wiping away that buildup, which is connected to the truth telling. And I don't know, but I feel like maybe there are people in your world that you've held back from that you're gonna begin to to wash in truth again. You're gonna come forward with it again. And I saw that natural sparkling radiance that you have just shining again, like to an increased degree. And I see you like the woman at the well when she ran to her friends and said, come and meet this Jesus who told me everything I've ever done. She discovered how intimately she was known and loved by her savior and she couldn't contain herself. There's gonna be moments where you just can't contain yourself. So I thank you God for that, that fire uh, and that, oh, that passionate love that you've given us soaking in her, soaking in all of us, God, that we give it back that we give it back and we see souls saved and we see destinies transformed and we see people coming into the kingdom. I thank you, God, for an evangelist anointing on her. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen, I love you. And Atticus, what the, that's like the best gift in the middle of a service. Just like the cutest baby. Oh my goodness. Thank you, Lord. Everybody doing good? Yeah, okay. I felt another thing. Um, this is kind of corporately. Are we good? Okay, you just cut me off whenever, okay? Because um, I know I stopped looking at the clock and that's probably not very honoring. I'm sorry. Um, I felt that there is an anointing to break anxiety. Um, if you feel like that has been a thing, I actually really dealt with anxiety and anxiety will try to come back, but it's like we know who we are now in Christ. So we just like, eh, no, that's not happening. But I felt this, that sometimes it can be debilitating and the Lord wants to deliver you from that today. If that is you, I would love it. Don't feel manipulated to doing this, but if you wanna come down and receive freedom, I believe God is gonna to touch your life today. If there's been any level of anxiety that just manifests like kind of um, unexpected too. It can be unexpected. It can come and you maybe don't even know why. Yeah, amen. You guys are, are amazing. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for these beautiful hearts. You each are so precious. 
Neil, you are so precious, so precious, mighty man, a pillar. You are strong. You are a strong tower. And the Lord so delights in you. Oh, God, I thank you, Lord, for the, the, the days to come. Oh, my goodness. They're going to be so much better than the days behind. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you right now, Father. We give over all anxiety to you. And if everybody, as I talk, just renounce, like say what I say in your heart, say it from your heart. In Jesus' name, I renounce anxiety. I renounce every plan of the enemy. I renounce every, every moment where he's tried to steal my peace. I renounce allowing him in. And Lord, I take up your presence. I take up your peace. I invite you into my heart. I invite you into the deep places where you still want to do healing. And I see him going down into basements, places that we haven't visited in a while. And he's going to bring his broom and he's going to bring his light and he's going to bring his shop back and he's going to clean those basements up. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for your mighty work. And right now in Jesus' name, we cut off every tentacle of strangling anxiety. I cancel it right now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Come off in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Anxiety's broken off right now. Right now, right now. Get off in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We break the power of the enemy. You're going to come out of agreement. You're going to realize who you are. You're going to realize the mighty woman of God that God made you. I thank you, Lord, for the power of our words to speak life. We break the chains of anxiety. And I thank you, Lord, for a tender, healed heart and the fire of heaven coming over these ones, God. We break the chains. We break the chains. We break the chains right now in Jesus' name. Do not worry. Let it go. Let it go. I've got you. I've got everything. I've got a master plan. I'm a master planner. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We declare peace, 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 peace of heaven, peace of heaven washing over these ones, oh God. I thank you, Lord, that you don't have to worry. You don't have to worry. You can lay it all down. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. And one more. God wants to break chains of addiction. Thank you, Lord. Addiction of any kind, big or small. Like I said, we, we dealt with shame earlier, but like I said, I've dealt with disordered eating, distorted body image. Specifically, I felt self-judgment and self-criticism tonight. Thank you, Lord, that you would break those chains. Self-punishment and, and also, also sexual perversion, wrong relationships, big vices, small vices, little comforts, all of it. The Lord wants to be your comfort. And the Lord's deliverance will walk you out of addiction right now if you partner with him. And if you respond and you lay it down at the altar and you come into that place of surrender. And the Lord told me the things that have been appealing to you and have held you in bondage will now be like refuse and waste in your sight if you will agree to lay them at the altar. Thank you, Lord. So if you felt any kind of addictive tendency or behavior or anything that you've been struggling with, 
just come off, come up here, and we're gonna offload it. And I believe that from this moment forward, there's actually gonna be a supernatural anointing to walk out of that thing where you've tried or you've, 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 you've tried and you felt like you pushed up against the wall. That wall is getting broken down right now. You're gonna walk out of addictive things. They're not gonna have a hold on you anymore. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord, for whatever these things are, God. And I want you guys to see yourself casting them at the foot of the cross. The Lord said it would be like waste and like refuse to you. You're gonna cast it off like a bag of trash. It's a burden that you don't have to carry any longer. You will not punish yourself. You will not punish yourself. You will not hold on to this. God has dealt with it. Nothing can separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus, nothing. The Bible talks about that. Romans 8, 38 to 39, for I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. And if you've, ha if you've felt that separation, it's because we've just been holding on to the trash bag too long. It's not on his end, he's so hungry for you. So all you gotta do is offload the trash bag. Just let it go and open your arms wide and receive. He's coming to you right now. He's coming to you with this big embrace. Thank you, Father. I thank you right now, Lord, that every addictive tendency or desire, it is broken in the name of Jesus. And I declare that it would be like trash to us from this moment forward, that there is a release, a supernatural release right now to walk up and to walk out and to see who you are loved in Christ Jesus. I thank you, God, for fire falling from heaven right now, God, over this auditorium, this entire place. Every single person, feel your presence, God. Feel your love. Feel your passion as you walk through this place, that the winds of heaven would blow over them and their minds would be shifted into truth. Into truth, we release truth of who they are, loved, loved in Christ Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And we declare from this moment, you're gonna receive love from him like you've never received before. You will look in the mirror and you will love who you see in the mirror like you've never loved before. And you're gonna look in your own eyes and you're gonna see the reflection of your Savior's eyes. And what you're gonna see is not judgment. What you're gonna see is affirmation. It's, it's pride, he's so proud of you. And you know, every time I feel something try to come on me, I just take a pause and I feel the Lord literally tell me, I'm right here. He's right here. Thank you, Lord, that we would always have an increased sensitivity to you, Father. We love you. We honor you. We thank you for this night in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Wow. What an amazing word. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Hey, listen, for more information about our church, go to www.awakenchurch.com or subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already and download our app. It is amazing. It is chock full of incredible messages, information about upcoming events, and you can even support our ministry if you feel so inclined. We loved having you with us today. We look forward to seeing you again. God bless you. Live a life that is transformative. Bye for now.